Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So, would you fall in love with hip-hop? Right here, what we're going to do is go back. This is Mocha T. This is Capri. This is Dante. And I'm Mika. And we're outside again. You hear the trees <laughs> in the background. And the birds. Okay. It feels nice. It, it feels, feels really lovely. good. On this nice Memorial, Memorial Day. day. Mm-hmm. It is Memorial, it is Memorial day. day. What are y'all plans today? I'm going to the gravesite to see probably my grandfather and grandmother. And then I probably will go eat somewhere. Somebody's cooking somewhere. I haven't yeah. been invited to a barbecue. You haven't? Not today. I got invited to a couple, so I'll go to one of them. And then, are we going to a day party? I'm going. Okay. She's like, y'all, I don't care if y'all go, I'm yeah, going. Exactly. <laughs> she said it, and she's going to be she sending keeps us saying, a fucking message later. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't practice today, so I don't know what the, uh, yeah. so She got in her mind, and we going to, she's just not saying it right now. Yeah, we'll get that nasty text later. <laughs> I actually Girl. plan to do some work today, but I'm going. I plan to try to go. It's okay. You can do. You can stay home work. Party only because I'm working two days this week. But you can stay so home I need work. To catch up. You going to day to party? I'll probably go. You don't have to go. I might go. So we'll see. I know I don't have to go, but I'm just saying I might go. So I'm gonna be there. So that's my plan. So after I leave here, I'm probably go eat somewhere. Me and Legend. And I guess up about five o'clock and then I'll be at the day party. I just said I was going with you, gal. <laughs> she's like, I'm not ready for y'all, yeah. That's basically what she's saying. You keep on saying, I don't care. Shoot, I, I didn't earn my clothes and all that. You did? Yeah, I plans ahead, Jesus. I gotta get my plans ahead. I earned my clothes after I earned this. I earned my. Uh, I don't even know what I'm wearing. If I go, I was thinking about that earlier. I figured I'd switch it up, be comfortable today. Early. This helpful time about she gonna work. Kind of, we had to practice. She wouldn't have been working. I was still gonna work after we practice. Mm-hmm. Regardless, we'll, I was working. Well, but you can work after regardless. the day party. Day party ain't gonna last that long. What time is it over? You said that party's usually. I asked you what time it was over, and you didn't. You never told me. Right. Most part, day parties ain't gonna be. Uh, if we was gonna practice till about eight thirty, you weren't gonna get home till about nine. You weren't gonna That's probably true. work till about nine thirty. I just want you to know, most day parties don't last till midnight. I'm just saying if I get <laughs> tempted and have a drink, I won't be working on nothing. Is all I'm saying. Well, understandable. That's fine. You got a question for us? Um, I don't. I don't have because I don't have my phone. I do have a question though. Let me think about the question because it was in my phone. I was supposed to ask it yesterday, but we never got to it. I got a oh. question. I seen on Facebook. What's the question? So somebody had posted uh like a debate question. Said, okay, so a guy is in love with two women. I mean, well, he's involved with two women, let's just say. Mm -hmm. So a guy's involved with two women. He goes to the first woman and says, I love you, you're the only one. Second woman, he goes to and says, I love you, but there's someone else. Who does he really care about more? The one that I love you and you're somebody else because he's being truthful and honest to her. To me, I think that anyway. I don't know. I feel like he, I love you and you're the only one because he don't want to hurt her. The other one, to me, is like, I love you, there's somebody else. It's kind of saying, like, 
accepted or rejected type of deal. I mean, I know he's being honest, but I just feel like he don't want to lose the one that he's saying that she's the only one because he's afraid if I tell her the truth, even though it's not right, yeah. but if I tell her the truth, she might leave. The other one, if I tell her the truth, she may leave or she may stay. That's how I look at that. And I kind of was leaning more towards that, too. I didn't know. I was kind of broke between the middle because I felt that same way. Like, he was being honest, you know, saying that there's someone else. He may not, it may not be someone else he's in love with. He might not have told her that he was in love with her. It's just someone else I may be seeing. You know, and I want to be honest and kind of clear to her because I'm in love with you. Or it could be, you know what I'm saying, he didn't want to lose the other one. So it's kind of, uh... But I guess in the spaces of a lot of men think that that's kind of how I didn't want to hurt you. I love you. Yes. So I didn't tell you the truth. But I just don't think that, like, <clears throat> love itself allows you to lie to people. Like, I just don't, even if it, it's going to cause me to lose you. Because what if he was like, I'm going to be honest with her, even if it causes me to lose her. I love her so much to understand. I know, I recognize that I should probably tell her there's someone else. But if I lose her, I love her enough to tell her that I will lose her. I don't want to be the woman that you love and don't want to tell. Tell me. Give me the option. We always say that. Yeah, we do. Give me, I mean, I think you should, though. Like, if we in a situation, you know what I'm saying, I, give me the option. Like, that I can choose. But what if you never knew about that woman? And what if he breaks it off with her and, you know, you say, okay, well, let's be exclusive. And he actually just breaks it off with her. And, and you, you never, never knew to, about her? Yeah, you never need to know about it. Y'all just go on with it. So, I mean. So, but do you want to be the woman who never knew, who finds out years later? Or the woman who knew? Because I guess the other question to that would be, if you're the woman who's like, oh, you have someone else and you walk away. Does that leave him with the woman that he only do? Because what if he, you know, what if she he just it substitutes you, substitutes you walking away with somebody else? So then at the end of the day, is he giving like the girl that he's telling you're the only one? There is still someone else, but he keep. What if he just keeps substituting her because she just keeps walking away because he's telling her the truth? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I, I mean, either way neither one of them got it good because he's telling one there's somebody else and he's keeping a secret from the other so neither one of them have it good but I think I don't know I don't I think I would just rather not know I would I think I would rather know and give me the option because that means that I can walk away what I'm saying is when I say rather not know is we gone about our lives for years upon years and then I find out 20 years later that you have somebody back then at it this point matter. I don't even care yeah you know right. because you've been with me for the last 20 years so that's what I'm saying I guess it it really wouldn't matter to me because I mean, to my me, thing we is all if kind of just dating. Yeah, we all kind of do that. Yeah, like when we're dating, we all have other people that we talk to, and I don't necessarily feel the need to disclose exactly. every single thing to you if I know that I'm going to break this off over here and be in focus on you. Why do but I need what to if, disclose all that? But what? But he said this isn't like dating. He told these people he in love with them. I think that's no, he past. Said, I the love dating. you. That's well, okay. I think that's past the dating phase. And for me, I guess my other part about that is if. Like I said, for me, I feel like when you tell me I'm the only one and there's others, there can always be others. And so even, I don't know that you're protect, necessarily protecting me or if you're just being selfish and keeping me around because you feel like if you tell me, then I'll walk away. But this other girl, you know that if you tell her, she's either going to make one or two choices. She's either going to stay because we don't know that she will walk away. Because if he tells her, I'm in love, I love you, but there's somebody else, she still might stay. Meaning that we may be 20 years down the road and find out that we that she's always known about you, but you've never known anything about her. 
But my thing is, I guess I don't want to know because I don't want to feel like I'm competing for somebody. I don't want to feel like, oh, well, I wonder, you know, exactly. at what point is he going to leave me alone for this other woman? I'd just rather not know. Well, if what you if want you... to be with her, go on and be with her. If you want right. to be with me, then just be with me. But I don't need to know if you got somebody else and you love both of us and you it can't really decide yeah. who you want to be it with. it just depends on the situation. Because if we dating, you ain't got to tell me either. Right. Because, I mean, like I said, again, you don't disclose everybody you're dating with. You don't be like, you know, well, hey, I'm going out a date on this person. I think it is kind of fucking weird when people want to know. You know what I'm saying? When people like women or men want to know, like if you're dating outside of them, I think it's kind of weird if y'all not exclusive. So, I mean, probably don't tell me and we can move past it and just go on with it. I just don't want to know. And then we can just move on to our relationship, you know, our monogamous relationship and just be happy. But are you really, but this is the thing. So you move on and what if we get further down the road and this isn't, like I said, I don't think people are telling people they love them in their dating phase. So I think you get... No, not necessarily at the beginning. Not when you're talking about dating all these other people, and no, I don't probably think wouldn't be at the beginning. But you're probably. Still I think there's dating. some time. At some point, you get to some point where you know. I think in the space of I love yous, that's beyond the I'm dating other people. I, you shouldn't know who I'm dating. I think at some point you feel the need to tell me, meaning that we probably discussed being exclusive. If you come out and say and I you love you, your but situationship exclusive. You just told us. He said I love you. Have y'all discussed being exclusive? Um, no, we haven't. See, my point exactly. But what I'm saying is, it, but at this point, so then neither one of us can talk about exclusive or what, who, who has what on the other side of things. But if you come to me and say, I love you, you're the only one. I love you, but there's someone else. There's probably something that sparked that need for that conversation. Meaning that we're probably in a space where we might be looking and things might look like they need to be exclusive or we might need to be discussing what this is going to look like or we're moving towards the exclusive. Exactly. That's why I don't want to know what was outside of that because we just now moving to the other level. Right. And I feel like if if he tell you I love you but there's someone else and I still sit here knowing that there's someone else and I'm okay with that, to me it's opening the door for you to just still be with somebody else and us to continue to do whatever we're doing to stay on this road that we're on while you have somebody else. And I, but I, you still, but even, even if you're not, hold on, like, even if you're making that decision, you're unconsciously making that decision when he tell you, I love you, but you're the only one and there's someone else because now you don't really know. He didn't say, and there's someone else. He said, I love you. He said it's two different, but the scenario was two different women. One, he told her one, he didn't. Yes. So there's still two different women. So one, you're making a choice to stay because you choose. You can either choose exactly. to stay or leave. The other one, she's being drugged into a situation that she ne- may not necessarily know because we don't know that the girl that he told I'm going, I got another woman is leaving. So then you still either either way you're not necessarily competing, but either way you still have somebody else depending on who the somebody else is. It depends how you know that he ain't gonna break it off with if you're okay with being in this monogamous relationship. You just gotta be trustful. That's when your trust thing gotta kick in. Exactly. You just gotta trust him. If y'all get to the point where y'all having conversations about he loves you and you're the only one, at that point you gotta kind of move that trust thing. Gotta hopefully. I mean, that's hopefully in any, that's any relationship. But, I mean, it's the same thing. So, who's to say that if you go into space and he says, I love you, but there's someone else, he's not going to break it off with someone else? He may. I mean, I think you can see that in both spaces. That if I love you, but there's somebody else, and then I say, well, if you love me, then there will be no one else. But the follow-up question will be, okay, if I stay, what are you going to do about this? Someone else. else? Like, Mm -hmm. do you plan on breaking it off? And then if he say, well, I don't really know what I want to do. Well, if you don't really know what you want to do, then just leave me alone at that point. 
Right. If you got if you got to if you can't decide and I don't know then I'm not for you clearly cuz well, my space is, I just say, be honest with me. Give me the option. I've always been in person. I, I don't want to find that. out 20 years later that there's someone else. Because we're not, we not, I mean, it's one thing to find out 20 years later that there was someone else 20 years ago. But what if in 20 years, the somebody else is still lagging and y'all still going and we still pushing and she's still pushing with us and she's been pushing with us this whole 20 years. Give me an option if you're married or something, you know what I'm saying, or... I'm saying be honest in that case, but I'm just saying if we're dating and you say you're the only one, I probably ain't going to ask some of the questions, but if you're dating and you have someone else, there is going to be questions to follow. Give me an option in that case. Give me an option but, if you plan on being, if you're telling me in any space that you, if we're going into spaces where we're saying that we're going to be exclusive with each other before I marry you, before I do anything exclusive with you, give me an option at that point. If there's someone else then I need you to give me the option to say that I want to continue to proceed oh, with yes. this. But I'm saying if he's saying you're the only one, there is no option. You just don't know that there's another option, though. Well, you don't know there's another option either. You know what I'm saying? If he's saying that you're the only one, you just got to trust that fact. But in the scenario, he's got two different women. One he's telling the truth to and one he's not telling the truth to. And so if we're talking in that scenario, I'm saying I would rather be the one you say I love you but give me, it, but I, there's somebody else, so then I have the option to decide what I'm doing going forward. Then I would be the girl that you say, I love you, and you're the only one, and there's still somebody else. Yeah. So Don't who, lie to me. I would, but the question was, who do you think he cares more? So you think he cares for the one that he's being honest to? Mm, I don't think he cares any less for either of the two, because we can look at it in both directions. One, you can say he cares about the other girl, he's honest, and he tells her what, you know, he's just being honest with her and giving her the option. And the other one, he's trying to protect her. We can say he loves her. I don't know that he cares for either of them either, even more. But, again, I'm just, a, like I said, for me in that space, yes. I would say you didn't care for me anymore because you didn't tell me. So you didn't give me the option to decide whether or not I wanted to stay in this situation or not. Because, like I said, there's still two different women. One's being getting the truth and one's not. I would rather be the one that gets the truth. I guess when I look at it, I'm thinking, you know, he's telling me I love you, the only one. And to me, he's breaking it off. He's not even... Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, hopefully that's what you think. Yeah. I mean, why? it's no point even telling me about her because you plan on breaking it off anyway and we moving on with our life. That's how I look at it. Right. And, so, I, and I would hope that when you yeah. did, that a man that comes to you and tells you that... Is that's the purpose? Is yeah, I'm hoping that he stopped dating everybody else right. because I'm the only one. You know, so ain't right. no point in telling me so about you used to mess with this one, this Keisha, one, and this one. I don't even want to know. Yeah, because right. it's, I am the only one at this point. We are moving yeah. forward into our relationship, We're and I am forward. the only. So one. So that, that's point. still a sense of honesty if you're saying I, you're the only one, meaning I've cut off everybody else. So you truly are the only one, right? Yes. So that's still that honesty part of that. But if you come to me, you telling me that just to simply save my feelings, don't save my feelings. No, hopefully he ain't just saving my fucking feelings. I'm hoping right. he's being honest with right. me. Right. In that yeah. sense. Yeah, like, I love you, you're the only one. Right. Like, don't bullshit me. Don't bullshit me. Don't save my feelings. Yeah. Don't come telling me you're the only one and there's this other girl over here that been over here and you still dragging her. She's still going, but you exactly. just ain't telling me because you feel like if you tell me you're going to lose me. Exactly. You're going to lose me even more if I find out later that I was not the only one in this whole time you've been lying. Right. True. So... I would rather you, if you're telling me, look, I love you and you're the only one, tell me that in spaces where you are really, truly in that space. I'm really the only one. I'm really the only person you're dating. 
and that's all you want because I'm not going to question it. But at the other side of that is if I if you do have other people, tell me you have I love you, but there's somebody else so that I can make a decision so as to I why can make I, a choice, yes. right what I want to do. That's true. Like the, if there is someone else, definitely tell. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to be the one that we sitting out to eat and somebody else walk up on. <laughs> right. And, and you like, just told me I was the only yes. one. And she like, uh, what the fuck is you doing? And I'm sitting there like, uh, what the fuck is going on? Who is this? Yeah, or 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 you're the only you're the other one, and now you got a stalker because she's trying to figure out well who's the other one, exactly. because she's the other girl that he told, I love you, but there's somebody else. Exactly. And now she's stalking and and lurking behind looking for you or making fake pages. <laughs> Make, Making face fake pages, making fake or, <laughs> or, or sitting in the corner at you know you got people that sit in the corner at uh at restaurants or we out at the day exactly. party and this bitch keep looking at me and I'm trying to figure out like why she keep looking at especially me especially if you like one of them people that tag your every location it's oh easy for somebody God. to track you and it stalk is. you yeah. I hate when people do that yeah they tag everywhere they at yes yeah, and you know they hold it. They uh, hold everything it. about them. I'd be like, "Mama, stop tagging me in that shit, girl." Like when we somewhere to eat, stop tagging me. Where they check in, everybody check in somewhere. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but you don't know. Like, I mean, that's what I said. So I would rather be that person. I don't want to. You wanna... got a Facebook stalker? Oh, she is such and such. And exactly. You just oh, hold on. Her. Or our discussion. Our discussion about uh people showing up at your wedding. Exactly. Cause, yeah, cause she was the only, you was the only one, and thought you was the only one, and then there was. And then there go her, her homegirl. Her homegirl is your friend on Facebook, and really don't know that she, you the other one, and all of a sudden she didn't tagged, uh, about to uh see so and so and so so get married. married, and then her come. Oh, she, yeah, that and she hurt. show up in a wedding dress on you at your wedding. Okay. I, to be honest with me. In either direction. So if you if I'm the only one, then I'm the only one. That's exactly. fine. You love me when you tell me I'm the only one and you cutting everybody else off. I don't really care to know who everybody else is, who everybody else was. Either. If you was dating anybody else, when we get to that space of this is what that conversation is. But tell me if you continue to if you want to continue on and there's going to be somebody else. Right. Exactly. So Let that I know. don't have so I can decide. You know. I love you too, or I loved you too. But this ain't gonna work no more. <laughs> this is just not gonna. But I think a lot of times women to stay in it because you felt like he was honest with you. Oh hell yeah. yeah! And so it's like, well, he didn't lie to me. He was honest with me. He gave me the choice, so I think I'm gonna stick in it, and stay in it. It's so funny because um, I was listening to Derry Jackson yesterday, and he was talking about a woman stopped and asked him, and, like DM'd him, and asked him, like, what? Why do men say you're too good for me? Like, you're too good for me, you know, and then you stick around. Like, basically, he's like, so basically, like, if you go into a bank and somebody comes in with a mask and a gun and they get ready to rob the bank and they say, anybody that want to leave now, you got the right to leave. He said, are you going to stay in that bank? Are you going to walk your ass out the door? He said, basically, what they're doing is giving you, letting you know up front that, the thing I, I'm not shit. So <laughs> basically, I'm not shit. So, so that's the key word when a dude say, "I'm too, I'm too good, good for you." you. I'm, you know you're what? too good for me. It's time to run. You, you might be right. You too good for me. So then, so then, what happens is he said, "What happens is a lot of women stay because the truth is so rare, it and is. being honest is so rare these days that people are like, well, at least you were being honest with but me.'" But I've talked to you about this when I was listening to Oprah and I think Maya Angelou. They say people tell you the truth anyway. They really do tell you the truth, but we just look, we overlook it. They really tell us how they are and who they are. We just look past from it. the beginning, from mm-hmm. the very beginning, but we look past it. 
Like, oh, he'll change or no. Well, at least he told me the truth. At least he was honest about it and told me that there was somebody else. He could have not told me. Because I do have a friend that's actually been in a relationship with a guy for probably about four or five years. And initially he told her, I mean, he told her the truth. She's been in a situation, I guess you could say. He told her the truth that he had other women. But she chose to say. She like, it don't matter, girl. He was honest and, you know what I'm saying? But her, you know, her feelings was so involved. Like, she used to, like, sit out. They stayed in the same apartment complex and everything. And she used to sit out and kind of watch. You know, and it just kind of, you kind of put yourself in a predicament that you don't want to be in. And true enough, he honest. So you really can't say nothing. Because that'd be my thing. Like, if they being honest, you can't even really trip. That You can't even be mad at him. You know what I'm saying? Because he is honest with you. And you chose to say. And you chose to say. So right. when you put yourself in that predicament, you put yourself in kind of so, like a fucked up predicament. So when she would sit outside of his house and see women coming in and out, what would she do? Like just sit there? I mean, she would be on the phone and her feelings would be hurt. But she, she would never confront him about it. She might, you know, throw a little, you know how you kind of make a little, be sarcastic and make a little responsible. What can she say? Yeah. Because nothing. it was his, I mean, he was honest with her. Like he told her from the very beginning that he had a few different friends and he didn't want a relationship. I mean, what can you say? That's true. If somebody come to you and was just like upfront, it's like I don't want a relationship. You know, we can mess around, we can do what we need to do. You know, but I, I I'm not gonna call you my woman. Right. What can you say? Right. Because I think what ends up happening <clears throat> is people see these fairy tales, and I think we've been fed this fairy tale dream that I might not have necessarily been who you uh, who you originally wanted. But at some point in this, you're going exactly. to change and want me and change who you are. You'll see me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be this great, wonderful woman, and I'm going to change your mind. And that's what they think. Women mm-hmm. think that you go on and on and years on, think that at some point he going to see you as wifey material. Because you, like, she actually... You didn't cook, clean. That's why You heard me for real. <laughs> like, you cooking, you cleaning, you doing... You going to buy his kids shit. You doing this, you doing that. And eventually, you think at some point, he gonna be like, she the one. And that's the ones that we was talking about. Eventually, he gonna leave your ass and you gonna see him with somebody in that's six true. months and be engaged. You know, because... If he felt like he was wifey material, why wouldn't he stop messing with them right. well off? You know, years yeah. in. Y'all been years in. Like, why wouldn't he just leave them alone? Right. But so. it's the thing. Like, women do. Women think, oh, but that's the same. Women think if I get pregnant, mom, then that'll change it. That'll change it. this perspective. He'll want me the exactly. end. Or if I just show him. So I show up every day and I cook, I clean, I wash his I dirty wash. drawers. You could be the best woman ever to him. Right. But, but if he, he don't want you, it. he don't want you. Right. Exactly. If he don't want you on that level. Right. Exactly. And all he doing is taking advantage of all the relationships. The benefits. <laughs> the benefits of it. For real. You're like, well, shit, if she going to do it, I'm going to love her. And right. why, I would too, though. Why would I stop her? Why would I stop? Right. So. You know, why? Why? Right. You gonna pay for my dinner? You gonna cook and clean my house? You gonna you hear me? Make sure my kids get everything they need. Like why wouldn't I? I'm gonna take advantage of all that, <laughs> right? And some, right? You paying my bills, like, and I get to say, and I get to have sex, and I can have sex with you, and, and who the other girls too, <laughs> and, and, and you know, and you know, shit, this is the life, right? I'm living my best life. <laughs> and you know, and you know I'm messing with other people. Right. And, and I don't even yeah. got a mind so I can tell you today, oh no, you can't stop by today because my friend coming over. Right. 
And you can and watch you, her walk in and walk back out. And you still gonna be here? And you still gonna be here? Doing everything that's, I need you to do. That's the life. Right. Hell yeah. Why not? Why not? So, today we're supposed to be talking about controversial topics. Yep. So, this, for some reason, and I don't know if it's because of just my past and how I grew up, but this whole marijuana thing and all these dispensaries and commercials and billboards is like just tripping me out. A lot of And them. I don't know why, yeah. but it, like when I see it, it trips me out. And I think it's even, I don't know, and, and I even get mad because it's still so many people locked up behind something that they've made. I mean, it's not legal, but it's legal. Exactly. You know, they're making, and I heard that it was like two fees that you have to pay. I guess you have to pay like a doctor's recommendation fee and then an application the state, fee. The state. Mm-hmm. Yes, two fees in order to get your um, your license. So one of the questions was, um, basically, should all drugs be legal so the government can ensure they are safe and to reduce the power of organized crime? Do you think that all drugs should be legal? I don't agree with all drugs being legal. You know what I'm saying? I don't agree with all drugs. I, I could definitely see weed being legal. You know what I'm saying? But once you start, I mean, I guess if they stand to make it safe, you know, because heroin and ice and all the ecstasy pills, I don't know, like, what that would look like as far as, is there a way to make that safe? I don't know. I guess what I guess what they're trying to do is, it's, well, the question is to reduce organized crime, like the cartel and all that stuff. You know how cocaine and how they're making so much money off of it and even even weed you know a lot of drug deals made a lot of money off weed so i just feel like the government decided to make it legal so they can get i mean kind of like uh alcohol remember at one point back in the day it used to be illegal and it's just the way you know for the government to make money off of it and i, I want to say last month oklahoma by itself had like 14 million dollars in marijuana sales just in a month just in a month of april i would not doubt that I just seen uh, where, you know, where Colorado is legal at this point, but I just seen where they got like a marijuana mall. A marijuana mall? Mall. Colorado, Colorado, I think within, I'm guessing within the last two or three weeks, opened the first marijuana mall. So they just sell weed in there, that's it? In the mall, just weed. Just, I mean, I'm guessing everything that comes along with it, edible, right. you know, whatever that looks like. But yes, they actually had a marijuana mall. In Denver, Colorado, I'm like, wow. <laughs> um, I guess I struggle with like the whole thing of all drugs, <clears throat> just because I I know the effects that drugs have on families, on kids, on people's lives. Like, I don't know that you want to legalize every single drug just to control it. I think sometimes what the government does, like Dante said. And when you look at liquor stores, I mean, it didn't reduce the deaths. I mean, matter of fact, legalizing alcohol or liquor, now you look at at people with DUIs and, you know, you have to make stricter DUI laws and you have to make stricter laws about people driving under the influence because it's legal to buy it. It's legal to drink it, but it's illegal to be operating and moving around when you own it. And people are killing people and taking people's lives. So you literally, you know, they're having to make stricter laws to kind of enforce that so people aren't getting in their cars and driving, you know, and driving drunk and killing people. Um, but also, like, I understand the whole marijuana thing. Like I said, I just don't, I don't think that, I, I've never met a person, even who's had a baby that was smoking marijuana, whose baby was just completely tore up. Like, you know, exactly. 
Um, but if you look at like heroin babies or crack. meth babies or crack babies or babies that are born that are addicted to PCP or cocaine, it's just different. It's a different. It's totally different. It, it, it causes deformities. You have babies who come out who literally can't function. Um, it's just things like that to me would make it where I would be like, no, nah, don't legalize that because then you have people who are just taking it, who are ruining other people's lives or having kids that's lives are just completely ruined before they even start. Um, hell, and then we make strict abortion law. <laughs> so why would uh-huh. we, you know, so it's not like the woman can go and get an abortion at this point because... And she's addicted to drugs. And she's addicted to drugs, and now you're forcing her to have this drug baby... Who, that she can't take care of. That she can't take care of, who may, you know, turn around and be so addicted and so fucked up in life that they can't even function. You know, mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's where it becomes an issue for me. Like, I don't know that you can make meth safer. That's what I'm saying. I don't think, how can you, you know what I'm saying? In so many ways, how can you make that safer? Yeah. But see, I've never heard of anybody losing their whole, like, job and life and wife and all that stuff over marijuana. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think no. I think that factors into it and probably, like, why they legalize it. But I'm with y'all. I don't agree. I don't think they should make all drugs legal just to make it safer to control it more. I just... So the government control enough. Shit. I mean, and I understand, like, I mean, maybe if you have, you know, some addicts, you know, but they have, that's what rehabs have. They do have safer methods to be able to get addicts off of drugs. You know, like when people are on heroin, they give them um, a meth, they give them methadone. You know, or, it, you know, they kind of hit to try to help them come down off of so that yeah. you're not just pe- bringing people or dropping people off of an adi- um, out of an addiction. Right. So I think that there are ways to be able to help people safely get off of drugs. Um, but like I said, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody's family, like Dr. said, been completely ruined outside of your family being completely ruined because the police or somebody raid the shit at your house and take everybody to jail for marijuana. But outside of that, I don't see anybody's life falling off the, the the hinges because they smoke weed every day. So what about opioids, though? I do have a, I have a problem with opioids, and opioids are, are very legal. I know, and I feel like the doctors who write in prescriptions are like drug dealers, really, because they have deals with the pharmaceutical companies. Very so much so. So it's like the same thing to me. They, they yeah. push us. I mean, I mean you got dealers. some of them who, who don't, you don't like um, the VA. Example, any veterans, you can't tell them no. So when they go in and say they're in pain, you have to give them medication. You have to prescribe them something. In some areas in pain, you know, they really can't tell you that you don't have pain. Like, if I go in there and say my back hurt, you can't go in and tell me that my back, I just don't have this chronic nerve nerve in my back that does not hurt. There's not a way that you can determine that. So you have to prescribe some type of uh, pain medication because you can't tell me that you can't tell me that my neck you know up in here you know you can't there is not a way to determine it seems like they should be able to do like mris and x-rays though they can but there's still no way like the nervous system itself i think is what the issue is so like if they tell you um your nervous system they can't really dictate how damaged or how how much you are in pain pain yeah because my mom she had an issue with her back look at the damn peacocks why is it is it peacocks? no they ain't peacocks what is them ducks they look like they're some kind of hen, maybe. I think. How do we just stop the gun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. never, never, never know what you see on the east side. Oh, God. Okay. 
So, but they do have peacocks that come that fly. I don't over know what those are, but they've been over here for they about look weird, a month. Though. They look like a peacock slash, and they won't get out the street. Pen. They won't get out the street. No, if you in your car, you honking all of that. They don't. <coughs> they don't the know street. what no car is. Huh? Well. <laughs> and they just the people's grass. Yeah, they, 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 like, they, they, they may be women. You know, the female peacocks don't have the tails. They look like peacocks by they the face. Be, they may be female peacocks. I don't know I'm, where they. Then I think about that. Peacock women don't have tails. The males have tails to make them attractive. Okay, girl. When they walked across it, I'm like, what the fuck is these? Okay. Yeah. They like <laughs> they like their yard down there. They always in their yard. Don't it's we sound country? Or, or they be yeah, down we... the street? Look, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> That's Oklahoma. That for is Oklahoma for you. Look, they just all running around. But yeah, I, now that I think about it, women peacock, the female peacocks don't have tails, just okay. the males. The well, males have like tails. My face. Sorry, y'all. We had some animals just rolled up on us. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know we outside on the porch, right? But yeah, back to the, I mean, just when it comes to pain, you know, I don't think you know. There's not a way to kind of determine it. Oh, I was seeing my mom. So they they assumed or. They went in and she had, they just saw like some disc pressing up against uh-huh. the nerve. So they assumed that was the problem and she had surgery on that area. And they were like, oh, oops. Oop, that's not it. That's not it. We just basically did surgery on the wrong part of your body. And, and they so, will because they yeah, don't because know. Because they're, they're, they're guessing. So you're right. Like, they can't tell, you know. You can tell them all day long yeah. words hurting and all that. You know, what's hurting her? They, I mean, I'm in real excruciating pain. I mean, what's your pain level? I'm 10, you know. Anybody and what they gonna have say, to do is just anybody can go in there. And say you that. could be at a two and, and be like it's ten. It's and 11. You could be at a zero. Yes, and, and go in there and say ten. Yeah. I and mean, 10, I mean, and most you know probably emergency room they won't just pretty much trying to they kind of try to watch out for that. But but they have made some, some stricter laws where like you can't like so um if you go so many different pharmacies the pharmacies are now linked together and they have a system that they pull up your name and your information for opioids and stuff like that so if you go in and try to fill a prescription and you've been to 15 different pres- um or even f- two different pharmacies if you've been to two different pharmacies within a certain amount of time then they pull you 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 um ding on their system so they won't fill your prescriptions they, and then you know they do it now where like uh what is it called um or they call them footballs. What do people take? Uh, they sell the pills. What do people call spots? You said football. Footballs. I'm saying that's the name of the pills when they, you know. I don't thought you meant people <laughs> who play football. I don't know. No. Um, Xanax. Yes. Xanax, um, you know, now they only give you like a week. At a time? At a time. So what is Xanax for? Is it anxiety? Yes. Yes. Okay. So they give you like a week prescription and you have to go back to your doctor again. To get another So week. they make it inconvenient. They make it really inconvenient for to get them where, you know what I'm saying, people just pop in Xanax pills around her and they make it real fucking convenient. You ain't going to be wanting to make no appointment every fucking week right. to go to your damn doctor. And to, that's probably like a $25 copay too on top of that. Well, depends sometimes on, it depends. depends. On your doctor. Depends on, no, depends. Because, you know, those can still have Medicaid. It's an income. That's income based. So oh, I thought you had to be pregnant in order to have Medicaid. Mm-hmm. They have some forms of Medicaid. You can they, but you can have uh, mental health Medicaid without having the like healthcare Medicaid where you go to the doctor and stuff. But you can also get like your mental health needs met. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so like you can get a therapist or like you can go to substance exactly. abuse. Um, oh, okay. Things like that, they and they can prescribe Xanax to Xanax to Xanax. Okay. Yes, and they make it real fucking hard just to. You know what I'm saying? Just for That's anxiety. a good thing. Like, for fucking anxiety. Like, I got to come back every fucking I mean, week. but you don't have an anxiety. I think the other part about anxiety thing is, unless you have, like, severe anxiety where you have anxiety every single day, 
You don't. We probably don't need to take like a Xanax every single day. No, no. But still, if they only prescribe you a weekend, even if you do it, take a half of a pill. You know, and most of the prescription, the milligrams are so fucking low. You know what I'm saying? You getting a 25 milligram, you taking 12, two weeks. You still got to go back in two weeks. That's still kind of fucking inconvenient. Right. Or if you can don't go once a month, it right. still make it pretty much inconvenient. You know, for you to do it. But I understand the See, reason behind it. Oh yeah, because people abuse it. Yes. And because people are losing their lives over opioids. Shit, you got all these damn people out here that are in jail for crack and heroin, and you got full communities who are overdosing on opioids every day. Every day. Every day. You got some some people working out in the, you know, in the medical field, well, like the EM, uh, EMTs and firefighters and stuff that are responding to people who are overdosing on opioids That'd be every day. Nurses and shit. Every day. I mean, caring for it. you. They have access to it. They do. They caring for you, but they asses in there pop be the main ones that popping be on it. popping them pills, which is crazy. Fucking crazy. What's another question, Dante? So, um, another one on here. Do you think teachers should be trained to use a gun, or should there be an armed security guard in the schools? You know, for a while they were talking about that with the school shootings, about, um, you know, teachers being allowed to carry a handgun yes. or concealed carrier. Me, personally, I disagree with that. Um, we always had a security guard in the school. We always had an Oklahoma City police officer, and we had metal detectors, and we never had any issues, like, as far as somebody coming trying to shoot at the school or nothing like <laughs> that. went to Douglas Friend. I mean, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I went to Northwest Class, and, I mean, it wasn't, we wasn't no predominantly black school. You know, Northwest Class was more, like, Asians and Chinese, Vietnamese, stuff they like that. Shoot and they wasn't shooting up schools either. But <laughs> the fact was, it was okay for them. You know, but shoot, look at these schools that they is going to shoot up still. You know what I'm saying? But the fact is, like, having a teacher in a room, I wouldn't agree with that. Because teachers get in their feelings real, real quick, like, nowadays. Because these kids is real fucking disrespectful. Or what if and a they, kid attacks a teacher, gets their gun, and then shoots somebody else with their gun? You, I mean, I just think, I don't think it is safe to have a gun in a classroom, period. No. Just no. Because what if they what if they have mental problems and you don't even really know about? And one of the kids triggered them to, you know, to know. And because kids can't push our buttons. Especially yeah. high school. Push, hell yeah. Especially high school kids. Yeah. Middle you school know, too. Middle school too, You get yeah. to them point, them little kids, you go to them schools nowadays, you walk in them schools, them little kids, these motherfucking kids is bad. <laughs> like, we was sitting there, I was sitting there talking to this uh, lady the other day, and she was saying, like, um, like, her son's teacher was calling her, like, on a day-to-day basis, just saying, like, you know, um, he's he's in the class. He's talking about me, and she's like, he's talking about you. Well, suspend him. She like the she's teacher. Just, the teacher's calling the mama on a day to day basis. Like he's talking about me, and you know this and that. She was like, well, suspend him. You know, you know she call. She said she was calling like every day. Well, he's doing this. He's doing that. She was like, well, flunk him. I can't. He's a straight A student. She said so. She eventually had to go sit in the class with the kid. She said his kids and I throwing empty Dr Pepper cans at the teacher. Throwing, doing this, cussing the teacher out, they doing all kind of shit. Could you imagine some shit like that? Kids, somebody throwing some shit, you know, you snap. And the teacher just got the gun and she just gonna unload on all of them. Hell kids. yeah. Cause she she, mad. she unload point, on the kids or unload on herself. Because if she ain't got the ability to take to, to defend herself, exactly. she might pull that gun out and shoot herself in front of the kids. And that, that would be a disturbing type of some shit. That's some crazy shit. It would. So it's, it's funny, we're talking about like shootings and how it never happens at a black school. So I was reading this meme yesterday it says, when telling a story, black folks always want to know if the person was black or white. It makes the uh, story make sense. 
Because, <laughs> you know, it's like, they'd they be like, well, she That's black or white. Because Capri was just telling me a story in the house while ago about a kid acted out. I said, yeah. black or white? <laughs> yeah, nah, I did say black or white. It, it, it makes the story, it makes makes the story sense. sense. Because usually, because uh, not uh, to be racist, but there no, are things that typically don't happen in our community. Like, exactly. kids aren't typically getting guns and coming into black schools and shooting up the black schools. But no. again, black schools got armed police officers patting down the kids at the front of the school. You hear me? And so I feel like what we might need to be also looking at is that all schools might need that same level of security. Y'all yeah, are afraid yeah, that our kids is bringing it in and shooting kids down and turn and turn and, sh- and going to shoot up the school when in all actuality you have no level of security and they're coming into your schools. You got Johnny who the kids then pissed off to the to the level of they didn't bully his ass to the level of he's ready to snap and now Johnny's coming back with his daddy's AK forty six and he's about to in Shit. his backpack and he's about to write let everybody know how pissed off he is. You hear me? And the problem is I think that like I said we don't need to arm our our teachers but we do need to make our schools safer. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean and we that. had we had a um a detector and a security guard a police officer from six through twelve, my. For years, that's all I, you know, I ever dealt with. And when I talked to people who went to like other schools or predominantly white, white schools, they didn't have that. They okay. never had police officers or metal detectors or any any of that. I mean, we had police officers. It doesn't officers. still have it. And you barely could remember we used to have to put our backpack on and the, the table, yeah. right? And they and they used it. to search your backpack. Yes. They don't do that shit. Yes, they searched everything they every day. They ain't doing some. They ain't doing these schools out here in Moore and and. At men like they ain't doing that today, babe. Or they sent the kids. Or they sent the. You say sent you to school at one point with a see through backpack. We had see through backpacks, and they had drug dogs that would come up there every now and then. They would run the highways and smell your lockers, and if your locker went off, they would call you out of class and arrest you or whatever they did, whatever they had to do. Right. They need to do bring more of that back. I don't know where they got away from it. Right. Or maybe add it to the schools that they don't have it in. Because I'm pretty sure shit. Doesn't still have that, it. That's what I was gonna say. In these our kids' school, like well, you know you what I'm saying. You can still just walk through. They, it ain't. It's not like that. <laughs> but they probably still have a, a police officer or a security guard they do. on not campus. At, the, at on campus, yes, that's what they I'm do. Saying. They do. Yeah, they some do still have on a campus, and they still gotta go through metal detectors. Right. And some shit. schools don't even have that. They don't have a security right. guard or anything. So no. my thing is, don't arm the teachers. Put a security guard. Put them on staff. Put right. them on payroll like you do the teachers. And well, okay, but the other part about that school. is you can. So the city pays the police officers, and the state pay, pays the teachers. So you can't put them on payroll. I get that part. So, Somebody but we do need to have a contract because they're their city. They're city employees. But maybe the schools will have a contract with the city. I don't know they that if I was to. a police officer that I would go work for Oklahoma City Schools because hell, they barely pay. And they but teachers. they do though. They barely pay them, but they they do because the yeah, city contracts yeah. with the schools in the schools that they are in. The city contracts with their school for a police officer mm-hmm. to be there, and that's what he gets paid for all day. Exactly. But he's getting paid city city salary. So maybe we do need to have that level where we contract. So more needs to contract with their with their city police officers. Emma needs to contract with their city and we police had a black, officers. And we had a black police officer in our school. Mm-hmm. That's all I've pretty much ever seen in the school was black, black police That's officers. That's right. the job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I ain't dealing with them damn yeah, men. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on the inside, they probably offered that job and he was the only one who was like, well, How I much you pay? No. I guess I'll take it. He was lower, <laughs> look, they had to, he was lower seniority so he had to be like, well, versus, you got versus that doing one. that versus this duty. Yes. Well, you got that job because I, shit, when I went to my son's school shit last week, I had to go through a metal detector before I walked in the school. See? As a parent, shit, they, yeah, right there at the front door, it's a, it's a damn security right there at the front door, and you go right through that metal detector. Yeah, I've been up to Douglas lately, and the, um, 
there's not a security that's like the PE teacher. <laughs> there is the metal detector, oh, okay. but it's like yeah, the PE to. teacher sitting in a seat next to the metal detector, and I didn't just walked around the metal detector before he ain't never stopped me. Oh, yeah, you got a uh, girl. They got an actual security up there, but I didn't walk around. But again, we don't know. have, unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, fortunately, we don't have shootings in our schools. I don't know that I've ever heard of any, like, predominantly black schools getting where a kid comes back and shoots up the school. Now, maybe it happens in different areas of the country because, again, we don't always hear about every single one of them that we just don't know about because school shootings are so predominant at this point Mm -hmm. that we are one of the leading um, countries in the world for school shootings. Do you think it's because of the whole gun thing? Because one of the things, you know, they were trying to um, ban certain handguns and rifles, and I think only have, like, hunting weapons out. I think they're only trying to legalize that, but do you think they have anything to do with it? I think it has a lot to do with it because we're one of the only countries that has, that legally allows our citizens to carry an AK-47 through the streets as a gun. Like, I don't, I just don't understand why a regular citizen needs a gun like that because even when you go hunting, you can't, you can't do nothing with the game or the deer or whatever that you, that you shoot with that gun because that gun destroys the meat. So it's not like you necessarily because that's that's been a lot of people's argument. I thought they um, after they shoot them they still eat the meat. Yeah, if you shoot them with a particular gun, but if you shoot them with like a like a different gun, you can't eat some of that meat. That mean not like I mean like if you're using like an army like a, a like I keep a, hunting ra- a, a, a hunting rifle, a hunting rifle, a hunting rifle. That's one thing. Yeah. An actual AK-47. hunting rifle. A hunting rifle would be different than AK-47. Right. You talking about an AK-47? See, I don't know a lot about guns. Not going out hunting. You're not. You just killing. That's all you're doing with that. You're not hunting nothing. You're not bringing that back to feed anybody. And the way they, the whole gun law anyway. So now, you know, just a legal citizen can carry a gun at this point where you don't, you really ain't got to have like a license to carry no more. You don't? I thought you had to. Not necessarily no more. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to have, you can have a license to carry, but you don't necessarily, like you can be, as long as you ain't no felon, you know what I'm saying? You could actually carry, you know, if your gun is registered to you, you can carry a handgun. So if you I can. was driving down the street, I have my gun in my car, and it's registered to me, and I got pulled over by the police, and the police searched my car. As long as you ain't car. got your clip in it, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You you ain't finna be in trouble. Okay. No. If it's registered to you, but the thing is, with everybody knowing, you know what I'm saying, that it's everybody's okay to carry guns at this point, you know, that's which I just think is a setup all around, because if everybody's around can carry guns, which is gonna make everybody want to carry a gun felons and all which is going to be an issue because as a felon of course Mm -hmm. you can't have a gun but if you know that everybody around her having guns of course you're going to have a gun and it's going to be more felons getting locked up you're going to get pulled over you're going to have a gun you know what i'm saying and shit gun a charge for a gun can put you in prison take it immediately federal you know what i'm saying where basically for a gun, you liable to spend 15 years in federal prison for just having a gun because you're a felon. See, that's crazy. So I think what happens in some of these laws is they're not really created for blacks. Hell no. They're created for whites. And it sets us up because if, if a majority of the men in our, in our community are felons. Exactly. They cannot carry a gun. Or meaning, be around, or be around a, gun. a gun. Meaning they can't really protect their home. How fair is it that the white man down the street can carry a gun 
He might be violent. What if he comes up to your house or he does something to your house? You you leaving my house vulnerable while he can just have a gun. Exactly. And if he decides at any time that he's going to pull that gun out on my wife, my child, anything. How do I protect How myself? do I protect myself and my family? I have the right to protect my family. And I think that that's where, for me, gun laws get really, really issue. I have an issue with gun laws. Exactly. Because black people are going to carry them. I was talking to somebody earlier this week who was basically like, black people aren't really violent, not by nature or not. We are, when we're provoked to violence, we, are, exactly. we, we do get violent. But you have to provoke me first. Whereas we have some white people who just typically, that's just their nature. That's just who they are. They like, they kind of, that's how they think. I think that's people in general, though. Uh, depends. But I don't think that if you, you don't have a lot of. I, I think, I just, I don't know. I wouldn't really put color on it. I think it's just people in general. That's sometimes when you provoke because I mean, uh, like me, I'm a calm person. But if somebody provoked me enough, they could provoke me. Exactly. Life. But if and, your family, but that's, if any, but that's any color though. Okay. Anyway, but with that being said, if I'm not really a nature, uh, in, in nature, I'm not a violent person. But you come up to my home and you threaten my home, I am going to get violent with you. Right. So I want to be able to protect my right. home, and I don't believe that is right. That we do have as many felons, and some of our some of our men are felons for simple weed charges. Exactly. That right. we've now legalized. That's the part that's tripping me out. So <laughs> that we have now legalized. Exactly. That we've now legalized, so and so you have. He still can't, and he still can't carry and protect his family for no. a weed charge. So do you think he's an after form of conviction, and that's an automatic ten years on you because you got a gun in the house with so, you or whatever that looks like? So do you think that even though they're a felon and they're only a felon because of marijuana? And they were to be caught with the gun, they would still get in trouble, even though it's legalized. Yes, they will. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Because they have a felony charge. You already have. You already have a felony felony charge. Yes. So it doesn't matter if it's legal at this point. You already have that felon there, and if you get caught with a gun, your ass is going to spend. Hopefully, you ain't on probation because you automatically get ten for this gun. That's crazy to me. That is not right. Yeah, it ain't right. I just feel like everybody who ever got in trouble for weed, their record should be expunged. They should have a clean slate. It is just weed. And even people that's locked up. You know what I'm saying? I know they say that they passed the law where, you know, nonviolent crimes are getting less time, which is cool because I think it's just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? That people in there, like I used to go to school with a guy in high school, I promise you, that actually, um, Got in trouble for drugs, and it might have been like his third offense. You know, don't give me second, third, or whatever that looks like. You know, they third strike or whatever. They got like basically like pretty much life in prison for drugs. But you tell me that somebody can go out here and kill somebody, or rape, rape somebody. Exactly, rape a kid. You can be, you know what I'm saying? Go kill your, you know, go kill your kids, and that man get ten years. Where this man for selling drugs then got life in prison. You know, like, that's just absolutely ridiculous to me. Right. Like, it, it makes no sense that, you know what I'm saying, that this man is pretty much spending the rest of his life in jail for drugs. Right. Whereas you can go take somebody's life, you know what I'm saying, and, and be out of jail in eight years. Yeah, my my brother was my brother was telling me that um, it's a guy who he's uh, incarcerated with that it's his first offense, and he had a, got a life sentence. And it's really all up and up to the judge. Mm-hmm. It's what the judge want to do. You know, if he having a bad shitty day, then he just gonna throw the books to whoever he wants to. And I think that's so crazy to me. Oh, that's very crazy. Yeah, and that, it makes no sense at all. Like I, I don't understand how 
you know, not saying, I mean, you know, I, I understand where, you know, they get time, but I just don't understand how somebody taking somebody's life right. can get more, I mean, less time than somebody actually selling drugs. Like, right. I get caught with weed, which is not something that's been, a, you know what I'm saying, not detrimental, you know, to somebody's life. Right. You know, I get caught with selling weed. Or shit, you might be a felon and get caught with a blunt in your car and you liable to go spend 10 years for that. That's crazy. For getting caught with a blunt. I mean, I just think it's ridiculous. It is. I mean, I, I don't know. Laws is kind of, the way the government set up laws is kind of crazy. Laws have never been set up for us. At all. They At weren't. All. They, I mean, they just not. That's true. They really they're, they're not set up for us. They're not set up for black no. people at all. Which is so unfortunate. <laughs> but we, I mean, I don't know. We just got to continue to work as a people and change that. We do. Or just do better. Like, like, as like even people, the, the shooting up there. Why are y'all shooting at a store? Why are y'all shooting? Drive in there people? and just shoot. And, you know, I don't know what happened or whatever the case may be the other but night. Still. But the fact of the matter is, it could have been kids out there. Right. It could have been, you know what I'm saying? It could have been kids. I don't even know who. They, oh, yeah, they or, haven't really released who it is. They haven't released anything. Have you heard anything? Mm-mm. Like, they haven't released who it is, but the fact of the matter is you just pull up into an open park. And that, you know that store a little as shit. You know, it's little as hell in there. You just shoot randomly, just pull up and just shoot five people. That's crazy as hell. Right. Like, you don't even feel protected in your own neighborhood. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be somebody we know that got shot. It's going to be somebody that we know that did the shooting. Like, right. why? It's like senseless shooting. Senseless right. killing around our whole neighborhood instead of just coming together as one. It's, it makes no sense to me. It's unnecessary. It makes no sense. So, I got another question. Speaking of kids, should parents be allowed to microchip their kids in case of emergencies like abductions, runaways, or to inform medics of a child's special needs? You do what you want to do with your own kid. Would you microchip your kid? I wouldn't microchip my kids, but I mean, if someone else felt the need to microchip their kid, I mean, I would, I I, I don't know that I, I feel like sometimes. I mean, is it, like, if you decided to do that, can you microchip your no. kid now? You no. can't? No, hell no. Why? But if the, if somebody decided to, I don't understand why that would be my issue. Or why 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 would I have an issue with that? With as a the, yeah, with it being their kid, I don't see an issue either. <laughs> I, just, I don't know if I would. You know, I guess it depends. Like, if I had a you know a kid that was kind of iffy and you know what I'm saying, I feel like <laughs> every time I lay down that I would probably have to be like you know worried where they at or what that would look like. You know, is he coming home? I gotta go look for him, or he just out in the streets? Or you know. I might have to microchip my kid, you know. I, I don't, you but know. But how long would your parent have access to that? What if I'm grown and I don't want you to know where I'm at, but you got this goddamn chip up in me and you could just pull it up on your phone and see where I'm Well, what if, okay, so maybe people microchip their children up until the age of 18 and then after 18, exactly. then you as an adult have the right to remove that chip. And I microchip. Exactly. I mean, and I, I feel like, I don't know, as a parent, I, I can understand. I'm like Mika. You know, if I had a kid who was constantly gone, con- I was constantly worried about where my child is. My con- my child is a runaway. I just, you know, I don't know where my kid exactly. is I'm from one day to the next. You know, I go find her, I pick her up, I put her in the house, and then yeah. two seconds later, she out the back door again. And, you know, to keep my kids safe, yes, I, I can see how people would I like to trip their it. kids. Yeah, you know? Or if we it. live in an area where, you know, kidnappings are, you know, prone exactly. to happen and... I'm just really worried, and that's just something that bothers me. I can see microchipping your kid, you know, or like they said, if your kid got a medical issue and microchipping can read whatever medical issue your kid has, and if I'm not there, then somebody can, you know, come help, then 
I see that. But I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to tell somebody else you don't have the right to microchip your kid. I mean, that's your concern, your worry. It's your child. It's your your child. It's your kid. It's like we're supposed to be free, but we're not free. Right, because you can use the regulations within these, in these compounds. You can do this, but <laughs> within this box, you're yeah. free. Right. You can do this, but you got 15 rooms of power in order to what? <laughs> well, uh, but I had the baby. Yeah, right. I can't put a chip in the baby. Exactly. Like, it's my baby. It's my yes. baby. And if I feel like you know, like I said, I used to. I grew up as a kid. I think that was around the time when they first started talking about kids getting. Um, um, abducted, and that was when that show that um, guy that had his kid that was abducted at a Walmart started doing the uh, missing kids show on the TV. Miss, uh, what was that? First, no, I can't think of the name of the show, but yes. I grew up around that era, so I used to get really afraid of like I had a true fear of like being kidnapped. So if I was walking by myself, like from my friend's house down the street, and I seen some weird truck or van, baby, I'd take off running. I'd be running. You would think like somebody is after her. <laughs> Why is she running? <laughs> what is she running for? But I see yeah. this weird looking something. A black man. But you don't used to be worried about that back okay. in the day. Because that show, that girl, it was that show. It the was. missing show, you know. Oh, yeah. The yeah. missing kids show. Missing. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? You, you used to always be like, that white van passed by her. Y'all know, you know kids used to do think no, that shit. No, as an adult, I still think that. If I pull up on the side of a white van, I move. Yes. I'm telling <laughs> you. I ain't playing. No, because at first, remember, they was doing trafficking at Walmart's. I don't know yes. if they just heard recently and at Walmart's they used to be like, you know, kind of watch for them vans because yeah. they was pulling young girls in there and trafficking them. Yeah. You know, actually... I told you I was at the bailout Walmart and, and somebody tried to abduct the little girl. Exactly. See, that's crazy. At the bailout Walmart. Yeah, see, I mean, you... I saw it. He was running. I mean, he was running. I guess he was in the store trying to get the girl. Luckily, her mama was right there and saw him, but he was running and another person sat there and chased him. He parked right there in front of the store. And that's crazy. But it's me. stuff like that. Like, I mean, so you have... I mean, also, you know, the concern of, like, um, I don't send... I won't send Legend into the bathroom, in the men's bathroom, by himself and he's getting older to this point he's like I don't want to go in a girl's bathroom but if it's he's just me yeah. he's too little going there because I've heard stories of where like people have sent their kids in the bathroom and someone's raped their child in the bathroom exactly. or killed them or killed them in the bathroom exactly. yeah. or tried to abduct I've, I've seen him I was listening to or something I read something where this mom had her daughter said I gotta go to the bathroom she was a teenager and she was like okay that's fine go to the bathroom and she said when she got she, it was taking her a while. Like, you know, why it's taking her so long? So the mama went to the bathroom to go check on her. And when she got to the bathroom to go check on her daughter, they had somebody had just stuck a syringe in her daughter. And so she was literally fighting people to get her daughter out of that bathroom. So that, for me, is scary. That is So, scary. I mean, yeah, I can is. see Michael tripping my kid for for shit like that. Like, I, I need to, too. I might need to know where my kid is. And if that's a real true concern or safety issue for me, then as a parent, I feel like I should be able to have that concern. And, I mean, it, have it available. If people that want to do it can do it, and if you don't want to do it, then don't do Just it. Don't but do even it. your daughters, though, because of the whole trafficking thing. I think, exactly. like they say, Oklahoma is, like, one of the worst states for trafficking because of the two major highways that right. run through the state. So, yeah. I mean, I can see it. I can see it's it. Scary. And don't see nothing wrong with it. I mean, if you choose not to do it, just don't do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's but like people, I you know, to who, do it, don't look at me weird, weird or something. Right. 
you know, my phone going off, and I'm like, girl, that shit's a micro. I'm trying to see where, hold on. I'm trying to see. Let me see where it now works. I mean, you know, and I get it because, I I mean, as a working parent who's not always available, who can't always do, you know, and and with an older child, you know, like, the older my daughter gets, the more I I get concerned, like, you know, just sending her out the door. Like, call me when you get her. Text me when you get her. Make sure you text me before you leave her. Just because, I, I mean, you know, as a parent, I'm concerned. So, like I said, yeah, if as a parent, you, that's what you choose to do for your own kids. Right. Then I don't see no problem. I don't either. Go for it. So, speaking of kids, because we all have, um, we're all about to have an 18-year-old here pretty oh, soon. God, all of yes, us. All so, of do y'all think that the drinking age should be lower to 18 um, since they'll be old enough to vote? Should they be old enough to drink? In other countries, you can be 16 and drink. I don't. I wonder what the statistics is behind that. Exactly. What like? What's the issue? Or it's the they say the level of responsibility. So they say that like, no, you know, I understand. Your, That's your maturity my thing level is higher. But how many people let their kids drink and stay at home with them? You know, we had a family functioning function, and some people like their older kids drink at family functions. You know, or. You know, we had a family get-together. I don't know that I would be okay with my kid being able to actually access and buy liquor at 18. Because I can understand that concept. You're not mature enough. No. <laughs> and you and your homeboys is going into the store. Like, my child will be 18. Yours going to be 18 just in a, you know, this week. This week. My child will be 18 in September. So, my thing is him just going into the store with his homeboys. To buy. Jumping in the car. And... They probably, you know, they probably be irresponsible. They might pull it up in a cup, baby. Be, dr- I don't know about that. Uh, I think his mature level would probably need to be twenty one to be purchasing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe legally to drink, but like per, I don't know because you still send people in. I don't know how they go because you still can send people in the store now. Yeah, but I'm wondering if if it should be like legal to drink at legal 18. to drink at eighteen, maybe twenty one to, to purchase. purchase. I can see that more. You know, because your maturity level is okay, but, I, you know, and maybe if I'm sitting there and we 18 and I give you a wine cooler or something like that and you with me, mm, you know, I think, mm, no, I don't think 18 to purchase no liquor. So then I guess the question would be how much more mature are 18-year-olds compared to 21-year-olds? So I guess that would probably be something you would probably need to look at in spaces of, like, you probably have some 18-year-olds who are way more mature than 21-year-olds. You got some 21-year-olds who should be by age, I mean, but right. m- m- more mature than an 18-year-old. So I'm with y'all. I feel like, you know, <clears throat> 18 to drink, maybe. So maybe you're 18, you can drink the alcohol. Exactly. Um, but 21 to purchase. I just don't believe that my 18-year-olds or 18-year-olds should be in the store buying mm-hmm. liquor. I don't... When I was 18 years old, I was so irresponsible. Yeah. I wasn't no more irresponsible. <laughs> because liquor don't really compare to cigarettes to me. Cigarettes can't make you have a car accident no, and kill can't. somebody no. else, but alcohol can. Yeah. Right. So I see why they, you know, raise the age of 21. But at 21, you can still be just as irresponsible as you were when you were 18. I mean, yeah, but definitely you 18, definitely 18 though. You so, can, I mean, if you were asking me, should you raise a little the, more mature. Should you raise the age of of purchasing liquor to me, I think that you probably should raise the age from 21 instead of lowering it. And I would even say, I would be okay with it. I would say raise the age to about 25. Yeah. You know, to purchase liquor. 25. I couldn't wait till I was 21. I to be able either. to go into the liquor store. I couldn't either. And I don't even know why. I probably went to go buy some uh, <laughs> damn bo- booms or something like, hey, you know, some puckers. Mad dog. Yeah. You know, something, yeah. <laughs> something like, but I couldn't wait. But my maturity level, 
I don't know, women mature faster than some men, too. Right. But my maturity level, probably even at the age of 18, my maturity level is probably more than what my child's is. You know, not saying that he's immature, but I feel like at 18, nigga, I was out on my, you know, shit, 17, I was out on my own, paying my own self's bills, knew what I had to pay, you know what I'm saying, knew what this had to do. You know, I'm taking care, I'm managing some shit. I can't see him in the next year <laughs> even be like, you know, what a water bills do, the gas bills do, my rent. I, uh, mine either, mine either. Mine either. Uh, I think we yeah. just have spoiled them in that space. So, though, don't, my 18-year-old do not need to be drinking buying liquor to be drinking with nobody exactly. and i don't know that at 21 should be it <laughs> that at 25 i think like so i said if you exactly. asking me to go the other direction i don't think we should be going down in drinking age you probably up. should be going up i do too yeah. i think it should actually go up I, I say 25 is a damn good age to be purchasing they should up it because it's too many damn like it's a liquor store at every fucking corner you go to right you can purchase now at 7-eleven you can purchase liquor so you just go in, I mean, you know, just probably wine and shit, but it's just the fact, beer, shit, people get drunk off of beer. All the time. All the time. So how old do you have to be to um, get a medical marijuana card, 18 or 21? Oh, I don't know. I'm curious. I don't either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully 21. Hopefully 21. I mean, if they... Because if I need them not to be driving under the influence either, because right. that's still under the influence. It is under the influence. You know, you driving around, all of a sudden, you know, they like, uh, step out the car, sir. Right. You know, Because remember, look, some of our 18-year-olds like, is just now driving. Exactly. Because everybody don't start at 16. Hell no, they don't. Mm-mm. So 18 are just now driving, and all of a sudden, they barely can, my son can barely focus <laughs> with driving and texting, you know, on right. his phone. And I'm like, put the goddamn phone Hold down. down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I show the hell don't want him to be able to go purchase no liquor or even get a fucking marijuana card. Right. You know, here soon. Hell no. So speaking of, like, bills and stuff, do y'all think the minimum raise should be raised so that um, anyone working a full-time job are able to, like, afford? Hell yeah. What would that do to, like, the small businesses, though? Um, it probably would be a concern in small businesses, but I think that... Cause I don't believe that people should be able to work. I don't be... Yeah, 725 right. can't pay shit. shit. Right. You know, now, if you're 725, you know, back in high when we was young, you know, it was five some men. But just think, 725, you know, and actually being... If you're not in high school, even in high school, shit, it's kind of hard shit. People, you know... At this point, people say cell phones ain't a necessity. But at this point, like, you know, 18, you know, how can you pay your cell phone bill? You got car insurance. If your parents making you pay car right. insurance. If your parents making you pay your own car payment. And I'm sorry, um, cell phones past the age of 16 and older, to me, I think are a necessity. I do, too. Because I've been in the car before while I didn't had a flat tire, left my phone at home. And you just sitting your and ass. And you just sitting there and you go to business after business trying to use their phones and half of them ain't got no damn phone. Are not going to let you use They're not going to let you use their phone. Are you right. tapping the person next to you trying to see if they're going to let you use their phone? So for purposes of emergencies while kids is out in cars, or they riding with their friends or things like that, they yes. do need, be, they yeah, do need yeah, phones. They do. So, so just thinking that, how would that look like, you know, you working part-time, you know, you making seven twenty-five. How the, how the hell are you going to take care of your cell phone bill, your car insurance, your car payment, your mama like, shit, well, yeah, with your friends, you, you want to go out to eat with your friends, you need to buy your own goddamn food, I ain't paying for that either, and you getting a $200 check. Yeah, I mean, I kind of see minimum wage somewhat for kids, but I don't really see it for adults. But at the same time, do you think that that people think, well, you just could try to do better? 
You think that that's the mindset behind it? But try to do better and actually being able to do better is hard to tell people to do. Because it is, it's hard to get a job out. I mean, if you don't have no skills, you don't have no skill set, you trying to get skills, trying to get skill set. Right. You know, it's hard to tell people that you can just do better. Exactly. You know, if I, you know, what if I'm the kid who really did, who barely made it through high school? Barely made it through high school. Got a high school diploma. And now you're expecting me to go get a trade. Well, what if I went to trade school and I realized that I just didn't understand the information or it just wasn't working? Like, you know, you got kids that's out here on IEPs that, you know, exactly. it just wasn't working. Like, I tried that right. avenue and it just didn't work. Or what if you was a work. kid that messed up when you... Or even you was a kid that messed up at a young age. Now you got a felony. You can't and, go get a they job. they love to pay, pay people minimum wage. Right. They and love to McDonald's pay. ain't even trying to hire your ass. You right. know what I'm saying? It's... And all you got to do, all you can do with some of these jobs that's going to hire you is, as a grown-ass person, you didn't did your time, you, you didn't messed up when you was 18, you didn't got out of jail at 25, and all you can do is get something that pays seven twenty five an hour. How the hell are you going to pay your bills on that? Exactly. Right. I mean, you yeah. just I think that people it. should be able to at least live. At least be in a space. I think you, if you work it every day, because to, to me that's trying. If you going to work every single day, you got a full time job. I don't give a damn if it's McDonald's, Burger King, what, wherever it is. Exactly. You getting your ass up every day and and faithfully going to your job every day, then you should be able to live. You should be able to pay your bills. Exactly. I just don't understand that concept of I'm doing this every single day and I can't pay my bills. And people be like, well, just get a second job. But what if you're a single parent? And the daycare that you that's close to you, you walk in. Because some parents, I mean, reality is you get up every morning, you get your kids together, you walk to the daycare that's at the corner because that's the daycare that's closest exactly. to you. You drop your babies off and then you walk up to your job because you don't have a car. Are you catching the bus? Are you, that's are you catching the bus? A lot of people you catch catching the bus. bus. I do, yeah. A lot of people catch the bus. you getting on the bus and you catching the bus in the daycare right down the street from your job. And the, exactly. and the daycare don't stay open past 5.30. So you get off of work at, every day at 5. You get down to your daycare, catch your kids. Y'all get back on the bus and get back home. If that's all you have... And really, me going to get another job is is not realistic because I don't have a support exactly. system to keep my kids. Then it's hard to say go do better, or get a second job, or try to do something different because if all I've ever done is fast food, you know, and then I, or I apply for another job and they want me to work outside the hours the daycare work. The daycare is open. Exactly. How much do you think minimum wage should be? How much do you think is enough? I see. I think at least nine fifty. Take it up to at least nine fifty. Mm. Like. I said 40 hours a week, $400 a week, I think, is, is sufficient. I think you can figure that out. Even if you get, like, housing or you get some level of food stamps, um, I do think that, like, you know, that can at least try to help your But family. if you're making 400 a week, that's about nine-something an hour. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you probably ain't going to even qualify. You will, for- depending on how many people are in your household. What if it's just you? But if it's just you, then I know you're not going to be able to make it. But if it's just you, you can make it. If it's just you, then you need to make it anyway. Right. Only thing I'm thinking about is when you have like kids Kids and family and and shit like that. Because if it's just you, get a second job. Right. At that point, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Hey, if you want to make it and you ain't making it off that first job, my thing is if it's just you, you better get a second job. job. And I, I'm with you on that one. If it's just you, you ain't responsible for nobody else. Exactly. Siblings, mama, um, your grandma live with exactly. you. Exactly. You so ain't got no other obligation outside of you. I don't think people who, if it's just them, have an excuse. Hell no. I like, don't I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear shit about nothing. 
You should be out here hustling as bad as as much as you can. You have the ability to go get a second job and do whatever it is you have to do. But when you have other obligations and kids and stuff like that, people that you have to worry about, it is harder. And I think those people should make more. They should. So then the question then comes in to play like, what if you are not necessarily a single person, but you're a single person that doesn't live with your kids? I think they. I think if you don't live with your kids and your kids ain't your primary responsibility, I look at them as just people. You, that's you take care of yourself. Your, you you by yourself. So that mean again, shit. If you ain't making off that minimum wage job, you better go get a second job. Yep. Shit, you gotta hustle the way you can. Shit, right. we all out here. I mean, you just gotta make it. Yep. If shit, you only got by to... any what any means necessary. Right. right. Like I don't care what it is. By right. any means necessary, shit, you gotta do what right. you gotta do. Right. We have to do what we have to do. We yeah, have to yeah. cut back when we have to. We gotta yeah, yeah. Um, rearrange stuff. Just like that meme to. on uh have y'all seen that meme where it says somebody making minimum wage or seven twenty five an hour out of here like balling <laughs> out of control. Best life. <laughs> <laughs> somebody out here making shit eighty to hour, you know, shit living paycheck to paycheck. That's the truth. Struggling. That is the truth. That yeah. is the truth because they gonna get that person that made Shit, minimum wage. You gonna get all kind of motherfucking uh, nails done, hair done. Yes. I'm like, I'm like, 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 let me tell you, why they doing that? Yes, because the problem is when you make a seven twenty five, you got a couple of kids. Usually, they got about two or three. Exactly. You got some Section Eight. They paying your rent. I mean, you may be paying like fifty dollars a month on that. Yes. And then you got some food stamps, so you ain't buying no food because you cooking every day for the expensive. kids. Man, right? I be pissed off. I'm telling you, grocery store is one place that pissed me off. I be in there with that calculator, baby. Yeah. You know, Hell yeah! <laughs> Shit. With me, man, I'm telling you, I be like, Jaden, stop talking to me. <laughs> shit, I'm adding shit up. Girl, because shit, by the time you get up, you like 209. What? And look at your honor, you got three bags. And you, you know look at your what? basket like, what did I buy? What did I buy? Look, I, mean, when I, leave, I look at the receipt like, did they overcharge? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you going through it like, and I'm watching while she ring it up, making sure shit don't get charged up twice. Like, hold on, did you ring that up twice? Because shit, groceries hot. Hell, hot as hell. I done left about a places before and been like, I just spent $300. And I ain't even get no fucking meat. And I didn't even get much yesterday. We just kind of ran in and ran out. That was yes. one fifty yesterday. That's right? Crazy. Like I'm I didn't like, even get no meat. Like how I spent three hundred dollars on food and didn't even get no meat. meat. I still need meat. I'm gonna fill up that freezer first. You hear me? I'm like, nigga, we can make it work with some size. I don't give a damn. I can make you be like, I can make some shit work. I'll be the guy. Hamburger meat. I'm gonna make tacos, spaghetti, hamburgers. Nigga, we we might have. You know what I'm saying? Chips. And I'm telling you, I'm gonna get my meat fill my freezer up first. You have to. I don't to. give a damn about them snacks or none of that shit. Like you gonna have some meat, and I promise you, I'm gonna make it work, nigga. I'm gonna get that big thing of hamburger meat. Girl, be didn't cook one day. We having spaghetti day. I didn't broke it off and put it in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> Next day, I'm patting up patties. <laughs> <laughs> struggle real. You gotta, you gotta get it how you the live. Struggle is real. So I'm right baby. there with you, Mika, because I didn't walk there work. before. I was like, I didn't even get no meat, so I showed it. I go straight back to the meat first. That'd be first then I pull up the door and I'll be like, all right, we got everything we're going to get at this point. But meat be the first thing I get. Snacks, snacks is the last resort for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a shit. And my kids don't even eat that many snacks, girl. I'm getting meat, and then I make sure you got to get the eggs, bread, milk, you know. And then after that, we're going to start filling in at that point. You know, here goes some cereal. Let's get some ramen noodles that stretch. You know, they good for that for a snack. You know, I don't give a damn. I'm like, shit, we make it work, though. I get noodles every time we go to the store. Hell yeah. Because them kids love the damn noodles. Right. Got I'm to. like, and it helped. 
And then pizzas, nigga. I'm good for getting them dollar pizzas, nigga. Right. Stacking them motherfuckers up in the freezer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> put you a piece in the oven, shit, for snack. Right, you know? yeah, right. I'm telling you. My kids don't eat fucking sandwiches. Hey, mine do. Mine do, too. My kids do not eat fucking Real sandwiches. Cheese. Peanut butter, jelly, and ham and turkey sandwich. Mine they don't eat too. no sandwich. Yeah, mine do. Unless it's from Subway. Amanda eat a sandwich. Baby, like, you my kids don't eat hamburger cheesy. helper. I'm like, y'all be tripping. Oh, they bougie. Yeah. Right. Because mine eat hamburger, hamburger helper, helper too. <laughs> no, we get my the Velveeta kind. Velveeta kind is bomb. Nigga, my kids yeah. do not eat hamburger helper. I'm like, these niggas, nigga, we living on straight up. Uh, would be like a bird. Dante bird taste with Moet. Uh, uh, Mika yeah. making a whole. What's I'm the name? She she making gourmet meals over there for her kids. Girl, I, hell no. They get stuff, but you know what I'm saying they just don't be like you know. It seems like we eat. You know, we we'll eat some. We don't eat too. You know, we don't eat no gourmet meals, but shit, we eat. But they ain't eat like the quick. So you know, I'm quick. I'm quick to make some tacos or some burritos. Not you know, meatloaf. Girl, and my daughter be like, I ain't getting me love with baby. You better go. I'm gonna make you a hamburger on, some, on patty on the side, <laughs> baby. Because that's Shit. what's going on. They gotta be all, <laughs> all the same, girl, with the same meat. I ain't making two separate shit. Like, yeah, I'm telling you, girl, we make it work. I'm right. telling you, I'm like, Mm-mm. kids too goddamn picky nowadays too. I'm like, I used to have to eat whatever was cooked. Yeah. You get some mamas now, you see, that be the made four different trip. Or even you want to go out to eat. And you didn't stop at McDonald's, Wendy's. Nigga, no, you pick one thing. We go in one place. You do that? Hell no. Only because I don't always eat what they eat. If they eat. No, I won't go three different places. I can, But I have been in two different places. So, like, I love the taco truck. So, I'll go down to the taco truck and get some taco, dollar tacos. But I get to the taco truck and they be looking at me like, I don't want no tacos. So, we go wherever they want to go at that point. But... That's, I mean, so like if or if they eat McDonald's, I'm not, I work out. I got to be at the gym and I'm at McDonald's going to have me sitting up looking like somebody here in Columbia. Sorry, y'all. That's Oklahoma. <laughs> we got the helicopter. Helicopters too. <laughs> I mean, that is going to have me looking like somebody's Oompa Loompa if I eat too much of it. See, I don't eat McDonald's, period. I don't eat McDonald's. No, I think that's different when a parent goes somewhere different than kids. Yeah. I'm talking about if you got three kids and you, you got three, three different kids. Like, have y'all yeah. seen that new meme where people saying kids used to want chicken nuggets and french fries and now they don't want chicken nuggets and french fries, they want crab uh, crab legs? That's my baby. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. Girl, yes, hey, Jaden, where you want to go? Red Lobster? Nigga, I'm talking about where you want to go where they got a dollar menu. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, we going to Wendy's, you want what? McDonald's, what do you want? They got a dollar menu. menu girl. Like, no, that be Jaden. Be like, what you want to go eat? Crab leg? Girl, uh-uh. no, that's not what we going to eat. Nah, baby, I ain't. I, hold on, look, I don't get my... First of all, kids these days eating crab legs and I didn't start eating crab legs till I was in my late 20s early 30s and I could afford my own crab legs my folks weren't taking me to be eating crab legs on a regular basis so my kids better know that it better be a special occasion birthday or something before you haul off and say crab legs not my kids (laughs) but I didn't didn't put them in that mindset we ain't eating no crab legs like this me and then I just got a follow up girl yeah they I think it's just because crab legs are way more accessible in the city um, everybody's at, you know, what's that party? They, yeah, they, Something. yeah, all these little crab boil places are popping up too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Girl, that's more me. popular. And yeah. I love seafood. So that'd be the I thing. I'm not really a. Cause I think we only had like red lobster growing up. That was like your exactly. seafood and option. That was crab like, town. And that was a big place for go. You know that you ain't going there. I don't remember my grandma ever take me out to eat. Like I don't remember going out to eat period. Like unless only place we used to go and that's if my grandma didn't feel like cooking on that was once maybe every few months was furs you know we all ate furs and that food was not 
We did too. First and first was first. the only thing. Baby, we was at first so much when I was little. I remember we the first in Shepherd's Mall. That's mm-hmm. yeah. That's where we were. First, yeah. yes. We pick first. Them. But then other than that, my grandma was cooking six days seven days a week. I promise you. Yeah. My mama cooked once every two months. She didn't cook often at all. No, my mama yeah. cooked all the time. But like yeah. if yeah. I but like when my grandmother when my my mom's mom, we always did first. And then my dad's mom, his uh, her sister cooked every Sunday. Um, and, well, her dad cooked until he passed away, and then her sister cooked. Girl, Girl. we used to eat fried chicken every Sunday. I'm telling you, my grandma had that dinner ready at 3 o'clock. When you walk through that door, dinner was already ready. You'd be like, okay, girl, before I, even, <laughs> before I was going to work at Long John Silver's, nigga, I already ate dinner and everything. For real? Yes, girl, she was my plan on games mm-hmm. with that. On Fridays, we knew that she going to sit out about, it had, depends on how many grandkids was in the house at that point, it'd be about five or six shastas. For real? We only got pop on Fridays. For yes. Real. Oh, yeah, girl, they're like old family, like old Old family, girl, yes. Girl. And I used to do, that. I did my kids to just recently, probably when my husband got locked up, I used to make, they used to, I was so much in that mindset where they had to ask for something, like the little kids had to ask for something to drink. Like, can I have something to drink? Girl, now I don't really make them, but yes, I used to ask. Well, I used, I used to, to do like, that. Asking, I, I used yeah. to do that only because groceries are too expensive, and I feel like, like when they had free. I mean, they have free range now, but when they had um, free range of the kitchen, I just felt like that would eat everything up. Yes. But now, and you know, and even, they love something sweet. They love juice. Yes. And so juice will be gone just like that. It's like damn, I just bought that. Like now, ass. You know, yes. so yeah, they need to ask. You know, in order to get something. Like that. They, used to, they hate, don't know more. I used they to hate yes. going to people's house. And mine just started, like, within the last two years, just started why I didn't have them asking, girl. But they you would have to ask. older? I think it's because mine are older. Probably because they are getting on it. Hopefully they kind of conscious about, you know, once it's gone, oh, well. But you see, mine are. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm not are. going back to the store. So you said them them uh, cookies is gone, oh, well. Because I'm not going back to the store until it's time to go back to the store. Yep. So if they gone, they gone. They gone, yeah. right. If they gone day one, I'm not going back to yeah, the store. I grew up in a house where you just... If it was in there, you ate it, and if you was gone, it was gone. That's how my mama was. Yeah, so growing up, I always just, that's how they are. Once it's gone, it's gone. But see, my mama never did a big grocery shop. She never would go grocery shopping. She would just run well, the she, she only cooked once every two months. Right. <laughs> right, but she would run the hot wheels and just get a few things like, you know, beans and rice. You know, yeah. like little stuff here and there. She never really bought snacks, so it wasn't like nothing to go. So y'all ate too. out a lot? We ate out a lot. A whole oh, okay. Lot. A whole lot. That might be why you're so conscious of getting your kids healthy and stuff like that, your health kit, because you don't want them to be like... I don't know. I just... I don't know. I eat out sometimes, but I just cringe like when I have to eat out too much. Yeah. I just don't. I don't like it. I suck. I have to get better at that because I eat out so I much. I don't like it. Me and my kids eat out a lot. Yeah. And then, you know, it makes It's just so feel. convenient for me because, you know, my job, the way my job works. So, I'll, like, plan out, like, I'm leaving this morning. You know, I set the ground beef in a freezer refrigerator, you know, to thaw it out. And then some shit will happen, and it'll be 8 o'clock before I get home. It's too late to cook. Like, by the time yeah. I'm done cooking, yeah, it's going to be 10 o'clock. No, I and then that meat will sit in there, because the next day some shit will pop up, and that meat will sit in there and go bad. So I had to stop doing it. So, like, um, only time, like, I cook on the weekends for them, because I'm, I know I'm at home, unless I'm, on, like, on call or whatever. But during the week, it's really hard for me, unless we get home. Like, so if we get home, I have had times where I get home at, like, 4 or I just pick the day and I just ain't going in and or whatever. Then I will cook on those days. See, but, mine is I'm not cooking on weekends. But so yeah. if you get something out to eat, it's gonna be on the weekend. See, I'm, I'm cook cooking. On weekends. I'm cooking during the week. I cook on weekends. I can't yeah. cook on weekends more. So than Sunday through Thursday, they get in the meal. Friday through Sunday, fend for yourself. Well, no, well, no. Friday and Saturday, fend for yourself. Sunday through Thursday, I'm cooking. 
You know, so I'm yeah. probably gonna get something we'll grab some while we out, you know, running around because we're busy on weekends. Yeah. But Sunday, you're gonna have a cooked meal. But I Monday, used to want to cook meals so yeah. bad, but we would just go out all the time. And even like when I have to go out of town for work and I'm gone for like uh-huh. two weeks, it's like I can't wait to get back home and to just cook. get a home cooked yeah. meal because I just hate eating out there. It's yeah. different. Them home cooked meals are like they different. Are different. Or like you sometimes they got I go, fast food and they be hungry again. I'd like, right. oh, well, you better right. go make a fucking, you better go get some noodles. Or right. Like or the other part about that is, um, like I have to get them sometimes and drop them off because I'm like in the middle. So they get out of school three thirty four. I go get them. I go drive. I gotta feed them before I come home because I'm not gonna be home till later. So I stop and grab something to eat, drop them off at home, and then I gotta get back out, and then I'm out again till like nine o'clock. So that's kind of like our schedule, like how it works. So I, yeah, we eat out a lot. We do eat out a lot. Yeah. Mm-mm. Thank God I don't. Them, them meals pile up. Them eating out. They don't care. You look at them. And then I think it's something in the food at restaurants because I swell up bad if I eat out a whole lot. Yeah. I can't eat out a whole lot, but when I eat at home, I'm fine. Exactly. So it's something. It's I don't know if it's shit. preservatives. Yeah, salt. Yeah, Hold on, look. And it's a way to eat out and eat out cheap and make it cheaper than if you went and bought groceries. I learned that too. You yeah, know, all these dolly uh-huh. menus and yeah. you can just kind of throw a meal together. So Go grab their ass some dollar sandwiches <laughs> and then bag of chips. And that'd be me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Girl, I'd be like, I'm going to stop here and get them a dollar hamburger. <laughs> go to run down to Family Dollar, grab them chips and then a dollar pop. Two yep. pop. And here y'all go, girl. They three dollars. Like, three dollars. Yeah, three dollars, shit. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I guess you... I didn't learn... But I had to learn how to do that, too, because then you be $15 meals and... Yeah, yeah. 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 So, and because, like I said, I have to. Sometimes I just have to. And see, we all in adult meals over here, so it's expensive. You know what I mean? <laughs> in adult meals now? Is he? Girl, yes. He, he don't do nothing less than a six-piece chicken nugget and Jesus. That is if, only if. He ain't. Um, I'm talking about going to Chili's or somewhere like that. My kids. Oh, girl, he still don't want no kids meal. They ain't looking at no kids meal. Girl, neither is mine. Shit. So anyway. Yeah. Well, it's been a good conversation. Yeah, well, it was a good conversation. Yeah. About different topics. And so, why do you think controversial conversations are hard to have? Because they're based on opinions. And sometimes, like you had that whole conversation about perception, my perception of a, con- you know, whatever the topic may be, may be one thing, yours could be another, and it could cause us to go to A head. debate. Yeah, a debate. Go, us mm-hmm. to, you know, be at odds. You go head, head to head. Yeah, head to what head. you feel. Right. right. Yeah. So, do y'all believe that because of that, controversial conversations aren't had as often as they should be? Probably not. Because sometimes you just don't want to go to that point where you're going to have to feel like you got to be combative, you know, about a conversation, you know what I'm saying, where it can just be a decent discussion. We two adults, we have a decent, because you know you might go, you know, even politics at work and shit, you know, you can't discuss that Especially kind of in shit. the workplace, it's a you lot of You know what I'm saying, and people, you can't have no controversy, you know, well, what do you think about, you know, it's just going to go head to head. Because I was talking to a co-worker recently, um, and he got into it, he was like, he didn't care about losing his job or nothing, but it was, he said it was like around the time when um, Trayvon Martin got shot, and he said one of the, um, the co-worker one of our co-workers white co-workers said that Trayvon Martin deserved what he got because he was being defiant or whatever to Zimmerman and so he like you don't know what it's like to you know for your kid to go out I have to constantly look on my phone and GPS to see where my kid is to make sure he's safe I have to constantly tell him you know when you make it to this destination call me you know to make sure that he's safe exactly. so you know it's you don't have those type of worries being a white man but as a black man you have those type of concerns and worries so it's he said they were going head to head and he was like I didn't even give a shit about losing my job that day so I think that's why in the workplace oh, yeah. you can't talk because a lot of times it's the workplace is mixed you know, you got white and black. White, a lot of white people don't know our experiences. 
you know, they're 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 naive to it, and so it's like, oh, you all deal with racial profiling, like, yes, we do, and so it's you know, it's stuff like that they don't know about. So I guess the other well, so then my question to follow up on that one is, I think sometimes what we have done as a culture and what we're starting to do as a culture is not talk about it because it ruffles feathers, but when we talked about our conversation about perception, the only way to be able to help people see and understand our perception of things is to communicate or talk about those ways, to talk about things like that. And so, um, not necessarily saying that your workplace is the best place to have that, but do you think that maybe what we should be doing is having more of a cultural competence type of forum where people are able to come and be um, educated about the black experience, so, the white experience, the Asian experience. So, yes. The- so, to answer your question, yes. So, we actually started a special emphasis group at my job. I'm, I'm on the committee. And what that is, is like, you know, like, February is Black History Month. And so, we, you know, we highlighted certain, you know, people in the black history community or whatever. Um, we talked about racial profiling and some of the things that black people go through. And we were supposed to have a TV, but he actually wanted, um, you know, like some statistics on the board. You know, how often are we pulled over compared to whites? Stuff like that that white people don't know about. He wanted that on there to inform him. And every month is something different. June, it'll be LGBT. So, you know, if it's certain statistics that we don't know, you know, about LGBT people, you know, it's out there for us to know. So we're, we're trying to incorporate that because we do, it is like a diverse workplace or whatever. We are trying to incorporate that. And I think it's important for work for us to continue to have those conversations because I think what we are recognizing or seeing in some of these laws that we have that have been put into place is we're taking ourselves almost 15, 20 years, 30 years. I mean, you're talking 1973 for Roe versus Raid. That was way before any of us was, but that was like a good nine years before I was even born that we have so... 36 plus 9 years, we have backtracked ourselves, and now we're implementing laws that are now coming back from the 70s, where we've had 40 plus years of success in this law, and everything's been going okay, and we don't have that problem, and this isn't a problem or whatever, but because it's so controversial, so many people stop talking about it, and the only way to pass history is to continue to talk is to continue to have those conversations. Even when they get uncomfortable, is to continue to have those conversations. So I think sometimes what we see or what we are seeing is because we have also started to seclude ourselves. I mean, I know that we have, you know, inclusive workplaces, but we're not, I mean, black people go to, we go to a black church. We hang out in black events. <laughs> we try to be around our own you and what's familiar what's and what's comfortable for us. It's the same with them. So how will we learn what, what your what your struggles are, what you guys have to deal with? Or how would I know that, you know, you, you worry about your kids every day and I don't necessarily have to worry about my kids every day? Or, you know, or when the police pull you over, they deal with you harsher than they deal with me. So when we have these protests and things like that, a lot of these people just haven't had the experience. They don't know. So they look at us. you can talk about it, but they still won't know because they've never actually dealt with it. So, yeah, it's not. And so what it is, it's being compassionate about your experience. So exactly. I can't have, was it, is it compassion empathy. or empathy? I can't. So I can't, some things I'm never going to experience, but I can still be compassionate about your experience, even though I've never experienced your experience. And so I think what happens is when we have these perceptions of how it is, the ability to be able to change a person's perception when I've had the conversation with you allows you to be compassionate about my, my perception 
or but the things that I've gone through or the things that I have to experience. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, I do talk about it somewhat at work. I know who I can talk about it with, um, <laughs> and I think it's a way of talking exactly. about it. It is um, a way of talking about it. But if I know it. that you are, um, you know, a what is it? A if confrontational you, person. Exactly. I'm not going to have a conversation. I'm not going to have the conversation yeah, with you about it. But right. I mean, people that I know are cool and I can talk to. Me, yes, I'll have the conversation with you because it, you're right. It do need to be had. But um, at the same time, you got to pick and choose your battles with right. certain stuff at work. So. That's what I said. I think at work, yes. But I think we also need to kind of start working on like forms and maybe people. ways because, like example, like um, Lewis said, um, when we were doing the perception, and he was saying, well, maybe what we need to look at is police training and I think sometimes you don't get those different mindsets or thoughts or conversations out of people until you've had the conversation because I can have a conversation with 15 different people and everybody's like well I don't know what to do I don't know what to do I don't know what to do and I might get to number 16 who says well why don't we try this Mm -hmm. which may be a good idea to try Um, so I I just don't believe that we should just stop having the conversation I think we should continue to have the conversations um, but try to figure out ways to be able to have conversations and integrate other people into those conversations. Right. So. I agree. But yeah. So, anywho, um, you guys know you can catch us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. On Instagram, we are Mocha T underscore podcast. On Facebook, we are just Mocha T podcast, no symbols or anything. On Twitter, we are Mocha T podcast, so you can just do the at signal or at symbol, sorry, and Mocha T podcast on the, behind it. Um, we are on SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor. Um, right now, as all of the forms that we are currently on, that you can listen to us on. Um, on all of the bios in facebook and instagram and our personal pages on facebook and instagram we have the link tree link which if you just click on that um it'll pull up all of the different ways to be able to listen to us um you can we have a new episode every sunday um but we drop also um you can listen to us at any time throughout the week on those other two platforms on mondays and fridays 9 a.m central standard time we are on seattlehiphopradio.com um, you can either listen through the website or you can download the app. Um, I did go to look for the app though. I need to ask him about that too, cause um, I, I went to look. App. Well, I went to I had the okay. app on my phone, but I went to go re-upload the app on my the iPad and I couldn't find it. So oh, um, okay. yeah, I have the app. Again, I don't know if something happened or what happened because I went when I went to go when I reset the iPad, I couldn't find it. But if you can't find the app, it's still um, SeattleHipHopRadio.com is the website. You can still pull it up via the website and listen to us that way. Um, and again, it's Monday through Friday, or no, Monday and Friday, sorry, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And then we are on Gmail. Um, that is mochat2018 at gmail.com if you have any questions, inquiries want to just chat it up want to ask us any questions that you, I mean you can't get a hold of us on any other forum then that's a great way to get a hold of us as well Um, and we are out peace